So you're you're not dictated by anyone else's readiness. No, 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 no. Whenever I'm ready, I'm ready, or maybe not ready. Depends. Depends how I feel. Depends how I feel on that particular moment. You're going to be very awkward today, aren't you? I'm always awkward. Are <laughs> <laughs> we good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, you missed the whole bit out. What, there, what bit? Oh, what bit did I miss out? Well, actually, no, you're right. Yeah, it does go hallelujah, and then I speak, don't I? So, yeah. But the hallelujah ba- gets put in, in editing. It doesn't start now, does it? Then you babble on for about five, ten minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. About, you know... Well, why don't you host it this week? No, no, no. Actually, that's a good idea. That is not a good idea. We got we got <laughs> Chapter 20 coming up soon. Chapter so 20. I said every 10th one, I want to be different. Maybe Chapter 20 you can host. Yeah... Yeah. 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 Just send me all the details, and I'll uh, yeah, okay. I'll host uh, chapter twenty. It's gonna all gonna fall apart as long as you don't get me trying to set the equipment up as well, and you can forget that. <laughs> so we'll be here all day. Okay, so I'll set the equipment up, and I'll get yeah, that. Yes, up. yes. And then you can take over the episode. Finally, my time to shine. Well, let's <laughs> see if I'm on episode twenty. Oh yeah, good boy. You don't you, know. You're not an ever present anymore. You, are you? No, I'm not. You don't know what episode twenty will bring. No. The up to question, uh, Christmas, isn't it? Uh, what, what episode is this? 14? Well, let's start, shall we? Hello everyone and welcome to chapter 15. 15! <laughs> uh, my name is Richard, I am your host. Each week I gather around the table with my nearest and dearest and we each bring a topic that we want to talk about that week. This could be anything that we've been thinking about, something that's really started to piss us off or something that we found genuinely funny and we wish to share with our friends. So you're taking the piss again, but you, you, you don't even... <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's it, yeah. Episode 20, you're going to host it, mate. And I'm yeah, going to we'll give you see. loads of shit. Grief. <coughs> Sorry, Rich, I'm not feeling very well to this. <laughs> Can't make that. I'm going to give you loads Sorry. of shit, like you always give me. You always give me grief, man, and a headache. Do anyway, I? Really? Am yeah. I that bad to, yeah. as a podcast yeah, guest? I hate, I hate working with on, you. Rating on a scale of one to, am I a difficult guest on podcasts? Well, where is, where, where's the scale start and end? I don't know. So is one good or one bad? Whatever the scale you want to okay, believe so the scale is. one is not very annoying and ten is extremely annoying, you're a 30. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah, well. Nice to be appreciated. Although apparently we have good banter and good chemistry. So who who said that? Uh, well, Didier said it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic said it. Uh-huh. Dominic Diamond. Dominic and Dominic who? Dominic Diamond. Dominic Diamond, yeah. And Didier Deschamps. Didier Deschamps, yeah. <laughs> um, who else has said it? Uh, my friend Sarah has said it. Although I don't Think know. Fact, same she's, Sarah Palin. I don't know whether she's my friend or not anymore. Like uh, I explained to uh, you yes. in the car over yeah. here. So. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit up in the air. But she said apparently we have very good chemistry as well. Um, she also listens to that podcast, so she'll so hear what you just said. Yeah, but like I said, because of the situation how it is now, I don't know whether she's still going to listen or not. I don't know. Mm. Well, she has your email, right? Uh, yeah, but like I said, this is this is going to be in the future at some point. So this mm. is even further this away is... from where it is now. What December? Where this in... will be going out. 
Yeah, probably. Maybe last week in November, first week December. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's around my birthday. Oh, yeah. mm. I'd let the people know that's my birthday coming up. Oh, it's not coming up, it's gone now. Never mind, whatever. <laughs> it, it's coming up, because we recorded this a few weeks ago, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> still still struggling yeah, yeah, yeah. with the date format. Yeah, 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 we're recording this mid-November. Almost mid. What's well, the 12th, isn't it? It's the 12th today, yeah. So. so my birthday's coming up, but by the time you'll hear this podcast, my birthday would have gone. So thank you for your happy birthday wishes. Much appreciated. <laughs> as, <laughs> if, be... as if anyone really cares. I'm only 33 this year. They'll be belated birthday wishes, won't they? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you would like to wish Tom a happy birthday, you can email in on thebibblepodcast at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter at Bibble Podcast, and I will pass those messages on to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really interested in your birthday wishes unless it's you have a present for me or something. Oh, so you're only interested if stuff is involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no point wishing me a birthday and just not doing anything. What's the point of that? What a douche. <laughs> what a douche. Send me, send me stuff, please. Thank you. Send me things. Yeah. Um, right, anyway. So, as you may have been able to tell, this week I'm joined by... Co- uh, Tom Classic. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we should just get on with it because we've had a bit of a long ramble there, haven't we? So. Well, you had a long ramble. Oh, that was just me just talking as well. You're babbling on about your birthday and when it is and when it falls on the cosmic calendar that is the Bibble podcast, you know? The Gregorian calendar. The Bibble calendar. The, bib- the Bibble calendar. <laughs> anyway, before the show, we drew lots to see who would talk first. No, we didn't. We played um, rock, paper, scissors. Shut up. Why are you guys. This is what I'm talking about <laughs> with the annoying. <laughs> Wait, you said we drew lots. That's wrong. You're they lying. You are lying that. to the audience. They don't know that, though. I mean, I'm a little white lie. You're lying to the people. Oh, God. See, How do you sleep at night? See, this is what I'm talking about. So when you host it, I'm going to be such a cunt. I'm really going to be so <laughs> annoying that it'll be... Well, be- more annoying than usual. Yeah, it'll be beggar's belief how annoying I am, mate. You will not know what's coming for you. Okay. Anyway, mm. this week, going first... Yeah, cunt face. So, no, I'm not. I'm not going to talk now. You just call me that. That's um, that's rude. And uh, I will not continue with this podcast until you apologise. So, Tom, what did you want to speak about this week? No, 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 nothing. I'm not. No, I'm no? not speaking of anything. No, no, no. You call me a cunt face. So. This is going to be a very exciting episode. No, I, I, I expect an apology. You know, you can carry on expecting, mate. It's not one coming. You will apologise, and you will like it. Come on. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, you apologise. I will apologise when you apologise for belittling me as a host in front of our audience. <laughs> I'm not really in front of the audience though, are we? Oh, see, this is what, I, this is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, I apologise. I apologise too. Good. That's yeah. that's uh, how you sort up it differences, people. <laughs> You know, as we all know, you know, when you say sorry, you don't really mean it. Yeah, we, we've discussed this before. We discussed this last week, didn't we? On well, last week's episode. It was, it was this week's episode, but it was recorded four weeks ago, remember? Yeah, Again. but you're the host. You're not supposed to say any annoying shit like that. That was my job. Yeah, but you seem to have a problem <laughs> when the time yeah, yeah, yeah. comes. So. Uh, the episode that was on the, the, the um, podcast app, Buzz, Buzzsprout, or whatever you listened to the podcast on last week. That that podcast, yeah. yeah. We talk about when people apologise, they're not really sorry. Yeah, it's like when people have good intentions, they don't really have good intentions. They want something. Everything is selfish. Yep. 
even if you yeah, even if you set about having the nicest intentions in the world, you deep down want something. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. True. I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, think anyone does. No, there's no such thing as self. There's no such thing as a selfless act. Yeah. Even if you, you know, won the lottery and donated your whole, the whole winnings to charity, you're just doing it as an ego boost. Yeah. And you want people to see how to see how nice, nice you, are. you are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No. There's no such thing as a selfless act. No, I completely. Agree. That's not my subject for the week. <laughs> That's a good subject. Good subject, but yeah. No such thing as a selfless act. Discuss. <laughs> so Tom. What would you like to speak about this week? You feeling all right? I've just got a little frog in my throat. I'm okay now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just well, well, this week my subject. I just wanted to know, you know, obviously me and you do the predominantly the podcast. Obviously, I've missed one week. Mm-hmm. I want to know how 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 much do people really know about me and you? You know, in terms of life. So, in terms of early life, childhood, growing up, what was it like, and what your interests, hobbies were back then, and what your school experience was, all sorts of stuff like that, basically. So, a, b- a little bit about yourself, really. That's the... Very funny that you should bring this up. Why, well, that's it, your subject for this week no, as well. it was <laughs> on the episode that you missed. Oh, was it? We discussed a lot uh, of stuff like this. Bollocks. It's not... No, I mean, there's still way more detail that we can go into. Ah, uh, okay. But we just touched upon little Bear things. Like... I wasn't on that episode, so I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, so yeah, I, it I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that. Um, just little things like how I got this scar on my chin. Okay, I don't really care um, about that. Uh, what else was it? Uh, my my topic that week, because mm. uh, you would have listened to it by now once it's come out. Yeah, obviously it hasn't come out, so I wouldn't um, know. My topic that week was um, one random fact about yourself that no one really knows. Uh, okay, or so it's not quite the same. It's not I'm quite going, the but same. But I'm guessing it led to the... It did, yeah. So right, okay. Okay, so what what would you like to know about me as a child? Well, you know, when you were born, you know, what school you went to, you know, like growing up with four sisters. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't know. Um, how do you want to work this? What, do you just want me to reel off a load of facts? Do you want me to start? Interview me or? Do you want me to start? <laughs> yeah, I think that'll make it a bit easier. Okay. I was born in... Yeah, I'm just going to get my credit card details out as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my PIN number is... Yeah. Why did you choose that PIN number? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just means a lot to me, those random numbers. No. Okay. Um, I'm sure you know my name by now, right? Uh, I know... Tom. Tom, well, Tom, Bridger. Tom, Tom Bridger. Obviously... I don't know if you have a middle name or not. I can't James. Remember. And that's my granddad's uh, name. Jimmy. Well, everyone calls him Jim. Okay. But that's my granddad's... Uh, Middle name. I was uh, born in 1984 uh, in December, as I'm sure you were aware by a rambling conversation we just had. Yep. <laughs> December 1984 at Red Hill Hospital. Okay. Yeah, not no longer there. Back in the day. Still there, isn't it? Red Hill doesn't have a hospital, does it? Is he sorry? Oh uh, yeah, that's a different hospital. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. No. I had no idea. No, that there was ever uh, a separate no. hospital. Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, basically, yeah. So I was born in 1984. I uh, was first child, best child, obviously. <laughs> take that. <laughs> yeah, did take that. I was, you know, um, I was. All, I was told that my my mum and um, dad were having Christmas dinner around my um, my nan's house when I when uh, my mum went into labour, so I ruined their Christmas dinner. Okay, so I was I was born just before midnight, so I just made second of December. Fascinating fact. Um, so why were your parents having Christmas dinner that early? But I think they just have a roast dinner, maybe. Oh, maybe right. I remember we started exaggerating the story a little bit. <laughs> um, so they had to rush to the hospital, and uh, 
the joy the the bundle of joy was um released. <laughs> nice way to put it. Uh yes, yeah, so, yeah, born in nineteen eighty four. Um grew up in Rygate, um, which is where my dad uh lived for uh, was he born in that house? I don't know. Cockshot Hill, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I thought you like that. Cockshot yeah. uh, Hill. Yep. Fag Lane. Yep. My my uh, gone. Godston, by the way. Godston. That's that where I saw Fag Lane. Godston. Oh, Lane. Fag Lane. Yeah. Oh, you remember that the other yeah. week? Yes. Yeah. Right. So yeah, my my nan, my granddad, my dad, and my uncle grew up in a house on Cockshot Hill. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I lived in Rygate, uh, well Woodhatch really specifically, for first two and a half years of my life, and then after my sister was born in uh, August of '87, we moved to Hawley. So did you, um, do you feel like your sister came along and ruined everything? Yeah, obviously because she's my sister. But I'm, I'm assuming I don't, I, I don't know why my mum and dad wanted to move to Hawley. Um, I think that we, we when we moved in there were no houses. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the rent was less. I don't know why they moved to Hawley rather than Rygate. No idea. Maybe it was a bigger house. Bigger house, possibly. I don't really have a lot of memories of living in Rygate. Most of my memories of living in Hawley. All my schooling was in Hawley. Went to Hawley First School, then Meath Green, and then Oakwood, Fir- uh, Oakwood First School? What? Oakwood School. Uh, so all of my schooling was in uh, in Hawley. Left, um, left school in 2001. Then started work. Uh, well, what else you want to know about me, Rich? Oh well, I, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like an interview kind of. Yeah, yeah I'm just giving as a viewers um, an insight into my early life, really. Okay. Um, and, and when did you realise what that people hated you, and they only hung around with you to <sighs> use you for for your for your basic business? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's true at all. Um, I would say because of my appearance or whatever, I was pretty um, easy target. Didn't mean anything. I was just. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you could probably imagine that. Um, really, for my height, yeah, I was a bit of an easy target back at school. But you know, whatever it is, what it is, we always have bullies and whatever, don't you? So yeah, I, I did uh, as well. Man. Nothing overly horrendous happened to me that I can remember. But you know, just school being school, isn't it? Amen, brother. Just uh, one thing. That's one thing I don't miss about school is. Um, you know, you're trying to be cool, aren't you? And trying to be, you know, with the cool kids and, you know, no, whatever. I really did. No, you, no. you weren't a, a troublemaker. No, because um, I was in that, I was in that weird level at school where, yeah. where you don't really get bullied, but you weren't popular. I mean, I got mm, bullied, yeah. but not, I mean, there were people that got bullied a lot worse than yeah, I did, yeah. you know? mm. um, but I wasn't popular. I was kind of in that weird band in the middle you know, it's, it's quite a big band, but there's bands within that band, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like lower middle of the band that was invisible, you know. So I got bullied sometimes, but not as much as a lot of other people did. Yeah. And and on some occasions, which I am really not proud about, I did the bullying to try and, you know, ease the bullying Ooh. off of me a little bit, you know. It was never really horrible stuff. It was kind of more like going with the crowd if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. you know like yeah. like oh they're bullying him it's like oh yeah he's weird yeah you know? yeah i think obviously there's obviously you know different forms of bullying isn't there verbal or you know yeah you know yeah the whatever. 
yeah, yeah. The yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> there's always people that are going to be I'm sure everyone in school whether they were popular or not popular has some sort of uh, story about bullying or whatever else you know you're going to name and shame your bullies no 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 okay so yeah uh, I left school I went to uh, uni- uh, not university I went to college Crawley College for two and a half years then um, to university yeah I've been Birmingham for a year and a half I was supposed to be there for three years it, it didn't work out um, small small kid living in a, a big city probably a bit, bit too uh, much of an experience for me really um, I spent most of I, I, I've never been very good at studying I didn't get very good grades in GCCs just I've not never been very good at picking up a textbook and just taking it in you know a very short attention span in that regard and the same with college and university, I just never was able to apply myself enough to to do it really. Which is a shame, really. But that's just the way I've I've always been. You know. Stick it to the man, you know, whatever. Um yeah, so I've been working full time ever since, what, two thousand and six? Um so this is not the most exciting a podcast story you've ever heard in your life is it really okay so here's a question that I go on I, I think I've probably asked it before but I've forgotten the answer mm-hmm. so you got into football quite late yes that's right what made you decide to support Arsenal um right well if we, if we go back um trying to think really if I was never really interested in, in football when I was a kid mainly because uh, no one from my family was really my dad wasn't that interested in it no one in my family, the only person in my whole family that was interested in football, uh, to an uh, insanely sane degree. Insanely in, sane? In, insanely a degree where they watch it all the time and uh, keep all the old magazines or whatever was my granddad. Which we've spoken about. Which you spoke about on, did we speak about on the podcast we before? Did, we did, podcast kids. Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, sorry. Oh yes, we did, yeah, when you took the piss out of me. Cheers. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god don't don't start making me feel guilty about that now anyway moving anyway moving on <laughs> moving on yeah as i said yeah i was never really into football um i think my dad tried to get me into it maybe I, yeah but, you know the fa cup final was on you know i remember watching may united against chelsea fa cup final and watching bits of it but not really fully being invested in it and I was like oh, yeah this is alright but I'd rather watch the wrestling put the put the wrestling tape on or something uh, so it was around 96 when I started um, watching football the, the build up for year 96 had me interested in you know uh, anticipating the fact that England were playing in this tournament it's the first tournament I was uh, young enough to remember England playing in I, I remember the World Cup 94 but um, England went in it obviously I remember bits about that World Cup but not an overly lot but yeah Euro 96 obviously um, being in England as well you know the excitement about that uh, just drew me towards the England team the anticipation oh we're at home we're going to do this you know we're going to win or whatever else and then but uh, to answer your question why did I choose Arsenal yeah I think it's just because um, A I didn't want to support Man United because um, everyone supported Man United at school it was just seen as you know glory hunting, which I'm sure it probably is still now. I don't know. It's Chelsea now, maybe. It's probably Chelsea now, isn't it? That that's seen as the glory hunting. But back then it was Man United. If you supported Man United, it was because you're a glory hunter. And I didn't want to be seen as that. And my dad pretty much said to me, "Well, if you support Man United, we're not going to take you to games," which is a fair cop. Yeah. But but it, it, I, was, I was 
I said to him at the time, I'm not really interested in support Maynard anyway, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, Arsenal was just, I think I had a mate who supported Arsenal around that time. And uh, if I went around his house, um, we Arsenal tended to get to the late stages in Europe in the the UEFA the Cup, the Cup Winners Cup. Cup. Yeah, we won it won it in '94 and then um, got to the final of the year after when the Naeem scored from the halfway line. Naeem so from the halfway line. I think Arsenal were um, England uh, England's best represented team in Europe at that point. We we got further than everybody else. So we got to the final two At years in a row. At that specific point in time. Yeah, we got yeah. to the final two years in a row in European competition. So we, I think it was just being aware of them more than anything else because they were always on TV, on ITV. Um, I think that's probably it, exposure to them uh, more than anything else. So Arsenal exposed themselves to you. Yeah, yeah, and I like what I saw. <laughs> Give me some more of that. <laughs> um, obviously, I like, I like the players. Um bet you did yeah <laughs> like the, the, the thighs um, like the players we had at the time obviously David Seaman the best goalkeeper in England we had Tony Adams of course Lee Dixon Ian Wright you know a great personality uh, Dennis Bergkamp you know incredible footballer David Platt you know <laughs> great hair <laughs> uh, he was a you know one of the, seen as one of England's top footballers at the time although he was slightly on the decline uh, when he joined Arsenal really uh, Paul Merson of course as well we had, we had, you know, a lot of personalities in that in that team. Wouldn't you agree? Personalities would probably be the correct term to use. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, apart from Lee Dixon, I don't really <laughs> think <laughs> he had much of a personality or a reputation at that point, <laughs> did he? I, don't, yeah. I think the uh, big ones were Merson and Adams, obviously, weren't uh, they, at that yeah, point in yeah, time? Yeah, and Wright. And, yeah, but Wright, he was a, different, was a personality for a different type of reason, wasn't he? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I just like the team. I like the kit. Everything about it, really. I don't really have to have any more to say. And '96 was when I really started following them. Uh, just before Wenger took charge. So all I've known is Wenger, really. Not a bad thing to know, though, really, is it? I mean, no. But I'm, I'm just saying that's how I got into football, really. Um, I know how you got into Man United. Uh, into Man United? What? Into Spurs? Even. <laughs> Because of Man United. Because of Man United, yeah. yes, Man United were linked. That's uh, they beat Man United, didn't they? That's so they yeah. must be the best. <laughs> January first, nineteen ninety six. Um, see, I, I got into football a little bit earlier, so I, I started playing in nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine. When I was at school. Oh, so you play, you play quite young at school. I you were, play, playing you were playing was, at young. I started playing when I was about. But you had no, you didn't really follow a team. I didn't really know any. I didn't know that there was this professional game. I knew that there was this game that we played at school. Right. Ah, football. okay. So your dad, your dad was not a fan. My dad was, yeah, but I don't really remember watching. Was he a Spurs but, fan? Uh, yeah, he was. A Spurs yeah, fan. He was Spurs. but he didn't he Spurs really fan, watch TV, uh, football on TV, mm. and he still doesn't to this day because my mum doesn't like it. So my mum's one of these people that's like, ah, oh, bloody football coming on, cancelling all my bloody soaps so we can watch the bloody football, you know, because yeah. when the football comes on, Emmerdale and Coronation Street all gets right. taken off of ITV or pushed yeah. back or something like that. And my mum gets pissy about that. So my dad never really watched it on TV when I was younger. Mm. The first time I remember watching it on TV was Euro 96. Mm-hmm. So I got into... I, yeah, I start, so I started playing when I was really early, like 88, 89. So I was, I was four years old when I started playing football. 
Um, I don't remember whether I just turned four or whether I was about to turn five. I don't remember. But I, st- I remember playing when I was early, really young. So I got into it a little bit earlier. And then I went to Ireland in 94. To be sure. To, to be sure. To see my family over there. Uh-huh. And uh, and obviously... They were in that World Cup. Massive yeah. hype over yeah. there because they were in the World Cup. They were uh-huh. did quite well in that World Cup as well. Yep. So there was massive hype over there while I was over there. It was really bigged up. So I remember a little bit about um, 94 as well. So that's when I really started to realise, holy shit, this is quite a big deal. There's actually, mm. you know, a lot of, you know, around the world, you know I mean? Because, I mean, the Premier League had started in, what, 92? 92, yeah. I didn't right. really follow, again, because we didn't watch it on TV at home. We didn't have Sky Sports. So I didn't really know anything about, like, the professional league or anything like that. I didn't mm. even know Match of the Day was a thing. You know, so I didn't know that. Yeah, we, we had Sky Sports, so I started watching the Premier League regularly in '96. From, from then. yeah, see, yeah. mine was from about. So we got when we got home. I remember getting Sky around about '94, '95, something like that. So that's when I started watching a little bit more football. Um, I still wasn't watching Match of the Day because it was on too late, and obviously I was, you know, you got to go to bed now. I was only yeah. 10, 11 mm. years old, so I wasn't allowed up till like midnight watching football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was then but so I started getting into actually the professional game around about then and I watched the uh, the first game I remember actually properly watching fully was the Liverpool United FA Cup final yes the, the white suits the white suits yeah, yeah. yeah and Eric Cannon scored from the edge of the box that was the first game I actually watched fully whole game was mm. that was the first game I'd ever watched and um, so I initially started supporting Liverpool oh. because um, there was some kids at school that supported Liverpool and I wanted to be cool with these kids. <laughs> so I supported Liverpool too. Um, and then, yeah, uh, that was when the whole thing... So I was watching the Liverpool United game. And then that was when the, the game was. So January 1st, 1996, Tottenham versus Man United and Tottenham won 4-1. And yeah, I remember thinking at the time, United are the best team in the world. Tottenham, just, Tottenham just, I didn't know anything no, yeah, yeah, outside. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. true. Tottenham just beat Man United. That means Tottenham must now be the best team in the world because obviously I was an idiot. Yeah. And my dad supported Tottenham. So it was like, okay, well, I'm going to start supporting Tottenham. And then pretty soon after that, I learned the trueness of the situation that Spurs were quite crap. And you know, well, yep, at that still point, are. at that point, we were like <laughs> middle of the road crap. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think '95 was the last time we were the best team in London. I think. Other than now. Uh, other than now, obviously, yeah. Yeah. But '95, so so we out. We were the best team in London at that point. I think so. We out qualified QPR, Chelsea, uh, Arsenal. Um, Wimbledon Wimbledon at that point as well yeah so we are we were higher than all of them in the league West Ham and at uh, West Ham uh, and then that's when we started to slip from that then onwards we started to slip and then we've just started to kind of make our recovery in mm. a lot what last seven years seven eight years something like that um, so Harry Redknapp Harry Redknapp was, we... Harry Redknapp was pretty much when, when yeah. Spurs started kicking on um, in terms of quality yeah I would say um, yeah um Moving away from football. Sorry. Uh, sorry, what? what? I no, don't... sorry to keep us on the football. No, 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 I'm always happy to talk about football. I just, you know, talk about other stuff in um, 
my child is like I know that some of our listeners like football so I thought well, yeah 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 some of them football. not all of them um, um, other interests when I was a kid um, obviously you know I was big into wrestling when I was a kid you know don't really need to go into this again so Arsenal need to expose explain. themselves to you and you yeah. love big sweaty men yeah, yeah I love big sweaty men watching uh, as a kid you know I just love the whole theatre of it and you know all the characters and uh, you know it's like a it was like a, a big cartoon come to life sort of thing you know um, uh, when I was a kid I was into uh, what else uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles I loved oh, yeah. I loved Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles uh, Ghostbusters yeah. Fun, Thundercats funny story uh, yeah, I'm actually on. watching Ghostbusters again on Netflix at the moment oh the, the animated series yeah well you know I said like I watched He-Man of, yes. I saw they've got Ghostbusters so I'm watching Ghostbusters uh, okay. now as well. yeah, I was... I'm, I'm just a big kid man I love I love reliving my youth sorry Thundercats yeah Thundercats yeah, yeah. Um, Turtles I remember um, Blue Peter um, they did um, making a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hideout or something like that right. I remember my mum recording it and then put it together with the, the toilet <laughs> tube and the, the, the bottle of fairy liquid or whatever else cool. you used back then when you watched uh, Blue Peter and, and this is one I made earlier yeah. I loved them though was, <laughs> I made the um, I made the Thunderbirds Island when oh they really? Did that, yeah. When they did the Thunderbirds Island, uh, I made okay. that. Yeah. So uh, didn't look anything like this. But <laughs> <laughs> he's tried. Um, but yeah, I loved shows like that. Yeah. Like, they don't have that anymore. Cap- you know, like uh, oh, let's make it. You well, know. They, ha- they had had what How to didn't they? And uh, Art Attack Art shows Attack, like that. Yeah. How you make things and stuff. You know. Um, what else was I into when I was a kid? Uh, Captain Planet. Obviously, um, Jesus, yeah. I'm just talking, I'm just thinking mainly the action figures that I had, yeah. which eventually turned into wrestling figures as well. Uh, Jurassic Park, obviously. Yeah. Uh, massively into that. Um, Greatest film of all time. Uh, my my granddad uh, and my nan they owned a uh, dinosaur park. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, how cool would that be? No, they owned, they owned a sweet shop in Rygate, um on the main main high street. Um, you know where 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 Mama is now. Yeah. You know on that corner. Yeah. You walk up the hill a bit further mm-hmm. on the right. The, the shop used to be there. Oh wow. Uh, so we used to go there and then go to the cinema around the corner mm-hmm. and watch all the films. So we watched all the Disney films and uh, whatever else was out at that time. Ace Ventura. I'm sure my mum loved watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for taking me to go and see. She hated Jim Carrey. Still does to this day. I think. Uh, <laughs> didn't get it. And and you you but you didn't really remember it either because last week last episode I revealed to you the twist in that and you're like yeah, I, I, really? yeah I haven't watched that film for years I don't think I've watched it so yeah I'm sure she that, loved the that never really stayed with me whereas Jurassic Park the has transgender homosexual yeah. reveal at the end yeah so uh, I was born in August '84 um, I was born at home in nursery land oh, really? screen you were actually born at home at, at home, home in my parents bedroom yeah so. what, all, what, your sister's the same uh, just you no Becca was born in the hospital the rest of us were all born at home really oh, yeah okay. but um so when I was born um is there any particular reason why your mum wanted to do that uh I just don't think my mum always just wanted home births for yeah. some reason I don't know she's mm. lazy I don't think she wants to go to hospital <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go to hospital now nah, yeah no one wants to go to hospital um uh, when I was born, um, my granddad was holding me, um, and he said he's a bit blue, isn't he? He's a little bit blue, and um, 
dabba dee dabba die. Yeah, yeah. So then I turned into Eiffel 65, uh-huh. and, uh, and I got a blue Corvette. Uh, no, uh, blue uh, house with a blue window. <laughs> blue is the colour. Don't know what that bit says. Involved in our world. Oh, is that what it says? Involved in our world. Oh, yeah, I can see it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so then the, the midwife was like, oh, he is a little bit. Um, and then she checked me over and she said we need to call an ambulance um, and then I got uh, the, the doctors a doctor came around and said yep there's something wrong with him he needs to go to the hospital right now uh, got in a ambulance and was rushed all the way up to London Great Ormond Street I had a police escort mm-hmm. um, and everything to get me through the traffic quicker Blimey. and that's when they found out I obviously had the heart condition yes we mentioned that before yeah, yeah. the heart condition yeah. Um and then yeah, I was uh, so I spent the next uh, first year and a half in hospital. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So um, I had four open heart surgeries during that year and a half. Um, I also had a diaphragmatic hernia, so basically my stomach lining was coming up. My stomach came up through my from the diaphragm. Okay. And was lying on top of my diaphragm, oh. so nothing could get through. So I was just throwing up. So I also had surgery on that as well. Um. And then when I was just after two, my parents took me to the beach. And while we were at the beach, my uh, my stitches popped open. Yeah. So they had to take me back to the hospital to get myself all stitched up. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and then when I went to school, when I first started school, I started at um, Gossip Screen First School. Uh-huh. And then I went to Gossip Screen Middle School. Uh-huh. And then I went to Gossip Street. <laughs> and then I went to ICC. <laughs> ICC. Uh, Highfield Community College. Um, Big up Whitefield. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, spent the next four years of my life there, yeah. was, like I said, just kind of in that weird... And who did you meet at that time that uh, I would know? Uh, so I met Wayne. Yeah. Uh, Phelan. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know who I... Oh, uh, Steve Weston. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, who else? Russell. Russell, I met him at uh, Gossip Screen. Oh, you what first school? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was. He's like my. He was my oldest. He's oldest friend. Met him at play school. Play school. I don't remember him from play school, but I met him Uh, at play school. And then, yeah, middle school was when we really became friends. And then when we went to secondary school, we kind of weren't really friends anymore until I moved in around the corner from him, and then we were like, you know, kind of became really close friends again. Until, what, uh, oh, probably about 11 years now, something like that, 12 years ago. You, you, your your parents lived in that, in that house for uh, the whole of your life? No, no, we, uh, so I was born in Gossip Screen, um, right. Right, yeah, and then sure. we moved to Hawley. Um, oh, you lived in Hawley for a while. I lived in Hawley, and then we moved to, well, we moved to somewhere in Bewbush first, okay. Chetwood Road. And then we moved to somewhere else in Bewbush. And then we moved to Hawley again. Quite a lot of moves. And then we moved back to Bewbush. And then we moved to Tilgate, where we live now. Um, And I have continued moving from there, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Quite a lot. Mm. Um, Yeah, there was a BBC advert a couple of years ago for the TV licence said the average person would move like five times in their lifetime or six times or something like that right. I did that in my first 13 years of life you know? <laughs> so like I've moved like over 20 times I think something mm. like that so yeah 
A lot of it's backwards and forwards, though. <laughs> Um, so yeah so we moved around quite a lot my parents have been in this house now for about 19 years something like that I think something like that I can't I can't quite remember but it's been a long time yeah so don't know if there was anyone else that I, I'd know that you'd know that I went to school with I left school in 2000 um, and then uh, wanted to go to university but I didn't have the grades at the time because I picked up that knee injury mm-hmm. Um that kept me out of school for like over a year so I got poor grades on my GCSEs for that I was actually quite smart um, I was destined to do destined well. for greatness yeah, yeah okay um, went to sick form for a year and then when because the teacher said oh yeah if I do a year to get enough credits then I can go on and do what I want to do from there so I went to sick form for that year to do the credits and then they said oh no this course is a two year course so in order to get the credits you need to I was like no fuck that I don't even uh-huh. like this course so I quit uh, okay. after that uh-huh. first year uh-huh. went to go to work started working in McDonald's and that's when I met John Flex John. Yep. Um, and quite a funny story he, he apparently really didn't like me when he first met me no no um, don't what, know if he, what was that I don't know if he still does or not because um he was introduced to me as the person that's taller than me and then I, I kind of did the whole bravado thing like oh yeah you think you're all that you know stepped up to his face and this guy was like what the fuck is this guy stepping <laughs> you know <laughs> go on go on yeah. what? no go no, on go on no, no, you, no, clearly no, 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 you clearly have a story no, finish, Please, finish, yeah. finish your, uh, your, your your note about John and the fact that he's taller than you <laughs> by an inch why have you got to bring that up <laughs> I never say how much taller than you I am, do I? No. Yeah. you got to be a dick about it. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, there was that. Um, that was, I actually really enjoyed working there as well. I met my first yeah. girlfriend, Terry Ann, while I was there. Then moved on and just had a few other jobs since then. I too used to like Ghostbusters, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Who didn't like Ghostbusters? Teenage so. Mutant Hero Turtles in this country. Uh, yes, that's right, yeah. Uh, Thundercats, I used to like. I used to watch Captain Planet, yeah. Back of Your Hair. No. Bike and, bike and Mice. Mice from Mars, I didn't really like, no. no. Uh, Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, VR Troopers. I remember that one. Troopers 3, Virtual Reality. No, I don't remember that. You remember the Hurricanes? You watched that? Yep. And the, <laughs> and the flagrant racism in it as well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I the black man who can only play with no boots. Uh, I can't remember. I cannot play with the boots. <laughs> And the, and the Scottish <laughs> manager. <laughs> well, were, that was um, modelled after. Yeah, well, it's, an Amer- it's an American, uh, American show. With a hurricane, yeah. our champion spirit is here to stay. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, so I too liked all of those cartoons as well. Don't really know what else you want to know about me, really. Just, you've, I think you've laid out most of your life, really, haven't you? Your, yeah. your main interests. Yeah. Or whatever. Um in terms of friends, um, I'd probably say Dan's my oldest. Um, but then we went to the same first school, but I don't think we really knew each other that much. First school. Again, at Oakwood, we at the same school. I was aware of him, but we never really friends. It wasn't until he started doing... He went to college with John, and they were doing Lishan Tourism together. Um, Demolition Tourism? De- de- yeah. <laughs> Here comes the axe and the smash. Yeah, okay. When they they were doing the course together, weren't they at uh, East Surrey College? Mm-hmm. Um, that was when they became friends, and I met Dan. You know, basically all my friends I met through John. Let's just uh, say it out loud. <laughs> you, Wayne, Phelan. Who he met through me? 
Yeah, yeah. He seems to think that he, him and Phelan were friends first, but it's not true because Phelan only got the job there because I worked there. Oh, okay, so. right, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But then, yeah, so predominantly most most of my friends around that time were um, through John. John, for a while, was probably my only friend for a long while, I'd say. I didn't really have much of a social life back in my college days, I would say. See, around, really. that, around that period was actually when I was at my most social yeah I had so many friends around that period I was going out and I was doing things so much I was having a great time and it seems to be since I've gotten older that it's all just completely fallen apart and now I can't really I don't go out anywhere I don't really have a lot of friends now you're around my house at the moment yeah I mean what more do you want you're pretty much the only person I ever hang out with at the moment you know I don't really hang out with anyone else right now Mm. so yeah off on the sausage fest we had here the other week oh yeah (laughs) yeah um, yeah so for, yeah for a long time John was my only friend really and, and uh, obviously met Wayne and Phelan through him and uh, Russell or everyone else you technically you met through me but you know uh, well yeah but you were never really I, I don't vaguely remember you being around but I don't think we, I hang out with you as much as I did Phelan or Wayne around the time but it's changed a little bit now I mean you know I, I'm only living in this house because um, I knew Tom from work branched out a little bit now <laughs> Work friends. Yeah, yeah, work, work friends. Yes, I do miss working there actually, but that's not part of the um, the tale of time. That's not part of the. Well, I guess it is a little bit. I know. Did I say mainly childhood? Mainly about me. Mainly about me. I think oh, it's a mainly childhood. Ma- yeah. Well, yeah. And do early people life. really know you? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so some people will. Well, most people will know. I um, I left. Well, I worked at Tesco for seven years. They won't know that bit. But I worked at Tesco for seven years. Um, I worked in the department, the, the, the um, home shopping department, where you um, you collect the items every day, and then they send out in the vans. Um, I did. I picked all the stuff up. There was a, a team of us who did every day go around the shop and put everything in a basket, and then um, uh, we we were told one uh, the the department would be downsized and sent to Crawley. You know the the Crawley store. I do, but the I big don't know where, the, 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 the big uh, warehouse in Crawley where Gatwick Manor is. You know where my that, dad works there. So who, like, your dad works in. I worked there for a few, for a week as well. Did so, you? Yeah. When? I was um doing delivery driving for him for a, a while before I got this. Oh, you know, uh, said. Shit little delivery driver job at TNT. Um, yeah, so you've been was, in that warehouse. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a boring, isn't it? Yeah. Mundane job. Yeah. Yeah, I could not wait to get. I could not wait to leave. So basically, we um we got uh told around at time. Uh, you either go to the warehouse in Crawley, you take redundancy, or they find something else for you in the store. And by then, I was just thinking, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? Really, I don't know. I don't know. I do. I really want to stay in Tesco forever. That was when the alarm bell started ringing. I think I've got to do something, and that was the idea of travelling came about. So I went to the. Uh, I decided it'd probably be beneficial for me if I went to the new store and worked there for a bit. Um, probably earn more money doing that than getting redundancy. And then uh, once I left, I got uh, six grand in shares. Nice. Kaching. That was before the massive crash of Tesco, I assume. Then, yes. Wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, my idea was to to travel. Uh, I really wanted to go to America, so I travelled around America, Mexico. Canada, Costa Rica for three months. 
all, all Ireland will be aware of that. But that was my big uh, expedition. Probably the best thing I've ever done in my life, imagine. The only problem was coming home and then uh, not knowing what the fuck I want to do in my life. I still don't know. But that's uh, why I'm working in the airport now, really. Everyone needs a job, right? Yeah. But, um, yes, that's probably the most exciting thing I've ever done in my life. Just going around America, I'd love to do that again. <laughs> you know, go to America and just travel around, maybe, you know. Anything about yourself that people might not know, Richard? Apart from how handsome you are. Oh yeah, I mean I'm I'm devilishly good looking, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Richard in the flesh. Yeah, check him out. I'm sure you have. Check it out. Yeah, I think most of the people that listen to this is actually the people that we know anyway. So yeah, I don't know why I even said that, but you know, whatever. Um, I don't know really anything that. I mean, like I said, there was this was my topic a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I don't really know, to be honest. Mm. No. Mm. I, will, I will tell the listeners that it took me nine times to pass my driving test. As a fact about it, you probably didn't know. Nine times. Technically, I had 11 booked. The first two were cancelled. First due to bad weather, icy roads, and the second because the driving instructor never turned up. What a douche. So I had two lessons, uh, two two tests booked before I actually took my first one. <laughs> and then from there, it was nine that, until, that until I actually one, passed. Yeah. That one when the driving instructor didn't turn up, that should be an automatic pass. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. right? I did I did a couple in Birmingham as well when I was at university there. Oh, really? It was a bit daunting, really. Oh, yeah, big city. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a bit. I, I was very close to passing on the second one, but I cut someone up, like, in right near the end of the test. Ouch. And failed. Um, yeah, so that, uh, that wasn't a good experience. Uh, but I got there in the end, nine, nine times. <laughs> nine times. Nine times. And that was ten years ago now. Ten years uh, up go I passed, so no one has an objection to getting in the car with me. So I passed when I was 17. Good for you, mate. But that's because I was like, as soon as I was old enough, I was like, all I want for my birthday is driving lessons. So I got driving lessons, and then my whole the whole next year of my life was just yeah, dedicated see, I was to never into car I was never into cars or anything so I wasn't I just wanted to do that. everything as early as I could yeah, so I, I got I, I got my passport care. and my driving license as soon as I could I got my I started doing my tests as uh, lessons as soon as I could you know I was 22 when I passed I was just obsessed um, with doing everything as as early as I could but do then, it. you know look at Dan didn't he pass last year mm. but you know nine, nine times got there in the end I probably appreciate it a bit more because of that maybe I don't know was there ever a point where you thought I'm never going to do this yeah oh every, keep... every time every time I felt I was like I'm never going to do it I'm never going to it was never going to happen probably why you had to do it so much because that starts getting in your head yeah it? and I tried everything you know the, 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 the spray that calms you down oh, like remedy or whatever to try, to try and calm your nerves smoke some joints yeah I remember the week I did, I did loads of yeah, booze yeah, yeah. I went drunk and... I think what helped was uh, the week before um I had a really bad lesson, like terrible. And this was the might be the day after or the day before the Benoit stuff. Right. So I was a bit not in the best mood anyway. And I really had a really bad lesson. I remember crying like during the lesson because it was really bad and I was not doing doing real well at all. And the I think the drug started said at the time maybe this is a good thing you've got this out of your system now. And then the next week obviously passed so. Maybe that was the best for the best. It worked out in the end. So you didn't say bus tickets aren't that expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, why are you doing this, Tom? You know, why are you putting yourself through this? 
I got there in the end. Have you ever thought about buying a bike? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still not really that into cars though. Never have been. Yeah, fair uh, enough. Some people. I, I know how to drive one. That's I mean, I like. Cool. I like. I mean, I don't know a lot about cars. You mm. know, you talk to me about like torque and horsepower and stuff like that. And I know, I know basics and things like that. But things like that never really mm. interested me. I liked cars because they were pretty. You know, it's like, oh, I like that car because it looks good. I like the look of that mm, car. Yeah. You know? I don't really care how powerful the engine is. You know, it's like I, I just liked the look of the car. You know, um, like my Skyline. That's my favorite car mm. ever. Owning that. I didn't care it had a big engine or anything like that. Yeah. I just loved the car. It was just such a nice car to drive. It was so comfortable. It looked so good. Mm-hmm. I just loved that car. Everything about it, I loved it. Had nothing. It could have been like a one point one, and I still would have <laughs> loved it. You know. Obviously, I remember the car. Um, the room, I don't really remember being. I remember seeing in it. Was it comfortable? I can't remember. Probably was. It was a nice car. That's what I remember. It was the most comfortable car I've ever driven. Yeah. Mm. And people always go, "Oh man, that must have been so hard for you being so tall." It's like, no, that car. I had the most leg room in that car I've ever had in any car. Mm. It was brilliant. I love that car. But see, the thing is, is like I've always said that when it comes to cars, if I won the lottery, I wouldn't go out and buy all the you know the crazy souped-up Lamborghinis and Ferraris and stuff like that. I'd buy cars that mean a lot to me. Yeah. So I'd probably get another Skyline. I'd get a Mustang because I've always wanted a Mustang. I mean, but then the other ones, so I'd get a Fiat Panda. A really old school Fiat Panda. Now that's because that was the f- <laughs> that was the first car I drove myself without an instructor, for instance. That was the first car you had? No. Oh. It was, so, so here's the... It, Here's the situation. So I hadn't passed my test. Um, yeah. So I, I was <laughs> on a provisional license. <laughs> um, and it was for... Flex knows this story as well. Okay. So it was for a a football match with McDonald's. So we were going to Horsham to play the Horsham branch. We had right. like a little interleague between our branches at okay, this point. Right. And we really needed to go there to get to this game. Mm. Um and there was this guy who worked with us and he was Bangladeshi and we convinced him to lend us his car and we're like yeah yeah I've passed yeah no problem don't worry about it so I drove it with a provisional license and no insurance Um, and we drove it all the way to Horsham oh dear and uh, no it gets better Um, so in this car there was me Six foot six. Mm. There was Flex, yeah. six foot seven. Yeah. There was a guy called Sean, six foot four. Mm. <laughs> and there was there was a lot of room in this car. <laughs> no, it's a tiny, <laughs> tiny car, man. I mean Fiat Pandas are small cars. They're not big cars. Mm. Um so there was all of us and like these massive guys in this tiny little Fiat Panda mm. cruising along and we got down to the match, we played the match, we won. And uh, we were coming back and we were all a bit hyped up, you know. We didn't really want to just call it a night because we were like, you know, we just won, we were pumped. So we went cruising around in this bit of panda for a little while. And we started playing his music and it was like proper Bangra, Bangladeshi. Proper. So we turned that up and we were driving around Langley Green. These three white boys in this Fiat Panda banging out Bangra music you know like West Side yeah like cruising around and all these people looking at us like what I'm fucking <laughs> and uh, yeah so that was fun and then when we were driving it back um, 
we I went round this roundabout and the the road dips into the roundabout and then comes back up again at, at the roundabout so it goes like that right. as we were driving around I hit it way too fast and uh, cracked the suspension yeah. I heard it go Kroom, like that and it was like and it was like shit dropped it back off gave him the keys went nothing's wrong see you later bye left two days later apparently he was driving it the wheel came off shit but he didn't realise the suspension was done no no he didn't even know it was me really yeah he just came in and like how my car broken oh okay when you drive I'm like yeah it was fine he's like my car broken now wow that was lucky I was like thank goodness for that how did he not put two and together I have no idea but he 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 took your word for it he didn't know you hadn't passed your driving test though nope yeah so there you go yeah well how do you know little bit little bit um (laughs) yeah naive um, so I'd buy a Fit Panda for that reason and I would proper trick it out I mean proper rude boy style you know like disgusting rude boy yeah, like yeah. massive spoilers body kit <laughs> massive um, subwoofers and everything in the back and all I'd play in it is banger music yeah. for that reason for, that, for memory yeah. Yeah, okay. I'd also have uh, one of the old school Ford Escorts because that was my first ever car you a lot of cars when you were rich wouldn't you yeah so because that was my first ever car so I'd have that um and I think I said the only the only blinging car I'd have bling, is a, bling, yeah, is holla, a, holla, boys. holla 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 boys ring ring ring, ring. boys holla holla <laughs> um, that's the the only one I'd have is a, a Rolls Royce um, Silver Cloud yeah and the main the only reason I'd have that is because it has an umbrella in the door I just think that's wow boom, oh, man. <laughs> yeah obviously I think I I want a car a convertible for the summer obviously yeah um. But yeah, I don't really. As I said I don't like. I'm not into cars. So I don't know the names of cars or anything like that. So mm. obviously, I'd get something better than what I've got now. But at the same time, I don't want to buy something overly expensive. That I mean, you need the you, money you're to worried about. Anyway, sorry, you? you need the money to run it as well. Don't yeah, you? yeah, and you thing. don't. You don't want an overly expensive car. You think people are going to mess with, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we good. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on, die. What? Go. On, you know, C- carry on. What? Yeah. What do, what do I do after that? What do I do? Uh, yeah. So uh, what do you do? What do you do after that? Uh, so it's on for our second topic. Uh, yeah. Keep uh, going. So the next up to speak is Richard. Richard, what, what have you brought to the table this week? Yeah. What? Well I'm not hosting this week. What the fuck am I just? Give <laughs> my money. Give me my money. Yeah. Right. So uh, this week I wanted to talk about. A Sex baby, let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about <laughs> all the good things, all the bad things that maybe let's talk about sex. Sorry. 90s music. Yeah, yeah that's what I was <laughs> Cheesy 90s music. I have that song on my Spotify. Oh, um, um, I wanted to talk about AI, but AI. artificial intelligence. Uh, the film? No. I've never seen it. No, the actual general artificial intelligence. Right, okay. So the. So the, the, the the popular premise is that obviously AI is going to rise up and take over the world, yeah? Is it a popular premise? Well, Terminator. is the, That's the whole premise of the film. Explain the premise of AI for people who, who wouldn't know. So artificial intelligence yes. means that man creates a computer that is able to think for itself. Yes. That computer then becomes self-aware enough to think, I don't need humans, right. let's kill them all. Yeah. That's what people tend to think AI is going to be. Okay. Now, I have come across this form of AI that is a perfect test for, for showing that that's never going to happen. 
So you alone, me alone, no <laughs> one else. No. So so this this came to my attention via another podcast. No such thing as a fish. Which there, are there are other podcasts. There are other podcasts. We're not the f- this is not the first podcast. This is not the first ever podcast. We're not, we're not innovators. I'm sorry. Did you think no. we were? Yeah. I'm really sorry. About <laughs> that to you, man. But no, we're not. Oh, okay. So on this other podcast, they came up with the fact that um, that there is a computer that creates jokes. So it tells jokes. Right. It's okay. called the Joke Computer, and it can be found at this following website: joking. A B D N. That's Alpha Bravo Delta November. A C. UK. It's called the Joking Computer. It can also be followed on Twitter at Joking Computer. How do you have you proof, like... proof of this Joking Computer? What do you mean? Do I have proof of it? Yes. You just read out a website that might may or may not exist. Well, this is what I was going to say to you. I would like to read out some of the jokes. Go on. What the, the, the computer says? Yeah. And we are going to discuss whether this computer could actually take over the world or not, given the fact that this is how it tells What sort jokes. of a computer is it? Is it like a laptop or is it like... So a... it's, it's like, it's, it's, it looks like an old school supercomputer kind of thing. Old school supercomputer. So it, it, it's, it's a big computer. It's like yeah. a big... A proper like, PC. Yeah, like a proper server, you know, like you see in all the rooms and stuff yes. like that. So it looks like that, and it, it, this is the, so this is what it comes up with. And we're going to dissect the jokes, okay? We're gonna, and then we're going to discuss how likely it is that this computer could take over the world. Okay, okay, go okay. On. Yeah. So first joke: What kind of tree? Oh, by the way, tree. <laughs> I, I'm reading these exactly how the computer came up and wrote them. Okay, this is exactly how they worded them. What kind of tree is nauseated? I don't know what kind of tree is nauseated. A sick amour. Hmm. So. It's just too clever for my... Um, so, for my how, is, that, is that too clever or is yeah. that just not funny? It's not funny. No? No. Okay. <laughs> so, what makes it not funny? Well, it's not even a dad joke. It's just not funny. Yeah. It's just okay. bad. This, this is my favourite one because you, it's just WTF. It is what the fuck, mm. right? What do you call a washing machine with a September? Sorry, what? Say that question again. <laughs> this is the funniest part about this joke. Yeah, it's that's the, why I want to read the question again. What do you call a washing machine with a September? See, that doesn't make any sense. Yep, <laughs> an automatic. Washer. <laughs> so. Okay, all right. So the, the punchline was funny enough. The question makes no sense. Exactly. So those first two <laughs> those first two that we're going to start off with, how likely is it that this machine could rise up and take over the world when it uh, can't even with, grammatically with, speak for itself? With those levels of jokes, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a very strong possibility. So are you but, scared about this computer? Obviously, the Terminator's got to start somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. It just, I just thought that was great when I saw that. What do you call a washing machine with a September? It's like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> these, these, this is on on the website. These yeah. are listed as its better jokes. The better ones. These, these okay. are its best jokes yeah. as well. So we're not likely to get an evening with the supercomputer. No, at the moment. Live tonight on no. uh, BBC or ITV with no. the supercomputer. No. No, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You okay. can you can actually open up the program and 
it constructs the joke in front of you and then you tell it whether it's funny or not. Uh, and you yeah. can also ask it why it thinks it's a joke mm. and it will explain why it thinks it's a joke. Um, but that part of the website wasn't working when I went to go do it tonight, <laughs> which was a little bit annoying. <laughs> so uh, would you like the next one? Yeah, go on then. What kind of temperature is a sun spelled S-O-N as in your son, my son, his son, their son? Oh, so, right. So it's the wrong pronunciation of the word son. What kind of temperature is a son, as in son and daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Uh, <laughs> a boiling point. <laughs> so first of all, okay. Dreadful. <laughs> so what kind of temperature is a son? Fair enough. A boiling point makes no sense wow. anyway. But it's a boy. A boy, a boy, yeah. Point, a as in a male child, yeah. 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 Wow. Still feeling threatened yet? Or? No. no this, is, this is horrendous, Rich. These jokes are, yeah, pretty terrible. They're just like your jokes. <laughs> oh, come on, please. Mm. Thank you. I'm I'm, a, I'm funnier than this, I'd like to think. Uh, well, yeah, that's what you'd like to think. I'm more grammatically correct than yeah, this. That's, anyway, that's, that's true, yeah. So. <laughs> Next one? Yeah, go on. Okay. How many have you got? Uh, so I have <laughs> six in total oh, yeah, so right. I don't want to burn through them too quickly before we get to a conversation Yeah. so after these first three where do you stand on this computer? Um, success? failure? I would say it's a bit of a failure really this computer doesn't sound like it has much hope so there is actually a test um, is it this, this, this computer's only function? this is this computer's only function to make to, jokes to make jokes yeah what's the point of it? Uh, so, on the website, it actually says, why would you teach a computer to make jokes? Yeah. Now, it states on there that it, that there's something called the Turing test. Right. Which means that in order for a computer to have truly authentic AI, mm. a human being should not be able to distinguish it from another human being. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, if you're talking to it over... Um, computer so just literally just text based you're not supposed to know whether you're talking to a computer at the other end or a human being being. so they say that the reason for this is because this is one of the things that you're going to ask a computer well you can tell it's a human or it's a computer um, depending on whether it sexually harasses you or not (laughs) topical So that's all human beings do is sexually harass each other. Well, have you read the news? Yes. Fucking, uh, every fucking five seconds a news celebrity is uh, everyone sexually harassing somebody. someone, yeah, or sexually harassing uh, yeah, someone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actually... I was speaking to my barber about this, um, about this podcast, and he actually suggested a topic for us as well. Go on. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit now because oh, right, I don't generally yeah. think we'll have a massive conversation out of it. Plus, it's a little bit controversial and it's slightly topical, so we should probably talk about it now. Right. He said, where do we stand on the whole sexual harassment thing? So, Well, sexual harassment is wrong. Yeah, but Duh. he's saying, do you think that a lot of these cases are indeed sexual harassment, or is it people overreacting to certain things? Um, probably in some cases it might be overreacting. Um... Obviously, yeah, I, you know, I went. I've never been in that position, so I wouldn't know. So, for um, instance, wh- the thing I think is a celebrity saying something inappropriate to someone, yeah, or like, oh yeah, maybe you should have sex with me because I'm this celebrity. Kind of makes you think. Well, 
Is that really that big a deal? I mean, I suppose it's the context in which people say things, and the context in which the other person views it. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I guess. What? But, but I mean, yeah, every everyone, especially men, especially men. But I think there are some women as well that do mm. this. Will try and use their position or their influence or their money or their looks. Yeah. To impress someone else, to try and get them into some sort of situation where they benefit from it. There's no such thing as a selfless act. Yes. So a man is more likely to want to probably have sex with an attractive woman. So a man in a position of power is probably going to try to use that power to show off. Yeah. And not force, but kind of like insinuate, you know? I mean, I think obviously if you have that much uh, wealth and money and power, then obviously your confidence would go right sky high. Yeah. You'd have more opportunity to... I mean, the different circle of people, oh, right, you, okay, you know, yeah. or, you know, have more chance with the ladies, for example. Mm. If you had more money, wealth, fame, obviously that's naturally what's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. It, do you think it's more a case of people coming out the woodwork because it's the popular thing to do? Well, or it's, it's because the the Harvey Weinstein stuff has given well, people thing. more of the courage to yeah, come out and I say... I had a conversation with someone about this and I said that human beings are basically sheep. Mm. Like, we... Most human beings don't venture out from the crowd because there's always the fear of being ostracized Mm. by the crowd. Mm. So everyone will always wait for the first person to do it. Now, when some one person comes forward, that then opens the floodgates for everyone else to Mm. come forward. Wait a minute, they've said it and no one's stringing them up. I should come out now. And that's why you get so many in such a short amount of time Mm. because everyone then comes out because they're like, okay, well, I'm not going to be victimized. So It's like... um I get a lot of my music news from websites or whatever. Like, Enemy is pretty. It's not the greatest for. It's more entertainment and music based. But I was reading it earlier. It was just like every second or third story is someone's accused of sexual abuse. Someone's been thrown out of making this movie because they've they've been you know found of sexual abuse or whatever. Seems I I can't. A lot of them. A lot of the people that have been exposed recently are not really particularly well known. Other than Kevin Spacey, and but again, see the Kevin Spacey one. All right, the, discounting the first one, the, the the kid, because obviously that's completely different. I'm not going to do that one. But then I heard a story like, ah, oh, yeah, Kevin Spacey offered me money to have sex with him. So, so? is that is that really shocking or newsworthy I mean that's I uh, really do you think it would be shocking if, if someone came up to you and paid you for sex no if they had the really? money and, and you, you wouldn't feel insulted uh, I'd, I'd actually kind of feel flattered personally but, mm. um, if but, someone wanted to sex with you that much they would have paid you for it yeah I'd feel kind of flattered by that yeah. personally mm. but also again is there any harm done I mean as it really psychologically traumatise you that now you can't even leave your house because you're worried that people are going to offer to pay to have sex I mean really is it that big a deal Uh, is it worse than someone in a club coming up to you and saying can I buy you a drink knowing that they want to have sex with you that is why they're offering to buy you a drink I think it's the 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 question of the wealth and the status of that person who is offering to have sex with you and the fact that if you refuse Something bad will happen to you. Will it though? How do you know? This person has wealth, fame, you know, 
you're just a normal person, for example. That's what it generally seems to be for. Yeah, I mean, if it famous people. I mean, if it negatively affects your career, but I mean, these people are just. I mean, some of them are just. No offense, but nobody's like us. And Kevin Spacey comes up to me and offers me money for sex. How's he going to destroy my career? Again, as I said, you know, taking advantage of nobody's is obviously going to be easier than Kevin Spacey's turning yeah. around to Jennifer Lawrence and saying, "I'll pay you to have sex." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or whatever else. And which is why I'm not like Kevin Spacey would do that because he's gay. Of course. Yeah, yeah. but which is what I'm point. saying. Is it really that surprising and shocking? Hollywood actor uses position to try and get sex. Oh my god, what? A commentary on the uh, morality of the human being. Yeah, but we are. Someone once told me, my friend Ashu once told me, you've met Ash, haven't you? Yes. Once told me, everything we do is for sex. Everything we do is for sex. And I was like, really? And he's like, oh, come on, Richard. Uh, you know, yeah. um, he's like, why would you go and get a job? So I can get money to live. Okay, but why do you want to get money to live? Well, because that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but why is it you're supposed to do that? Well, you know, what is your overall purpose? You know, to to have nice things, to have a nice job, to have a nice car, to have a nice house, to have yeah. what? What is your overall purpose for this? And it's yeah, it's kind of true. It's like okay, well, yeah, I'd like to meet someone. And why do you want to meet that someone? Well, so that you can have, have sex. sex with yeah, them. I don't think everything's about sex. Though, it's oh, a bit, I don't know, man. It kind of makes sense. Do you think me you... taking this drink of water now is about sex? Yeah. Well, it's nourishing you to keep you alive, isn't it? Yeah, but that's my overall. So, I just, I just want this water because I want to have sex, and that's my only reason of being on this planet still is because I want to have sex with someone. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I want to keep myself alive rather than not drinking. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion. I just thought it made a lot of sense when he said it, to be mm. honest, you know. I, I think mean, a lot of things probably are, yeah. yeah. But not everything. I, I, I don't know. I think mm. I, It made a lot of sense when he told me anyway. I thought, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I get that. But anyway, back to our computer. If you like. Which I, I thought you might want to hear the rest of these Yeah, jokes. go on and share them. Okay. Um, what do you get when you cross a degree Celsius with... Uh, water. I'll read that again. <clears throat> what do you get when you cross a degree Celsius with a water? Well, obviously, the, this computer has not mastered the English language, let alone be able to tell a good joke. Answer? Do you want to hear the punchline? Do you want it? <laughs> Is there any point? <laughs> a. Letter A. Yeah. A high C. Letter C. A high C. Oh. Uh, I get why I did it. So a degree Celsius is a C, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah. And water, a high C. So I get why wow. I did it. But yeah. Next one? Yeah. And we'll stop again after this one. <laughs> what kind of a sandwich is a scene? What kind of a sandwich <laughs> is a scene? It's a very interesting question. A shot dog. So... We'll stop there, and, we'll, and I'll ask the question again. Bloody awful. Do you feel threatened by AI? You've asked me this question about three or four times now. <laughs> the answer's still no. But then this computer could be lulling you into a false sense of security by telling really bad jokes that have barely have awful grammar, that barely even qualify as jokes, to make you believe that this computer is thick 
and doesn't have the capacity to take over the world. Oh, and you mean it's slowly doing it through yeah, the back door without exactly, us? Exactly, while you're distracted by the hilarious So jokes. you're trying to, oh, linking the two, linking the two here. You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready for this awesome link? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Ready? Yep. Are you saying this computer is like Kaiser Sose? Kevin Spacey link ball. Ah, yes. Drop uh, the mic ball. In what way? Mind, in what way? In that it's acting stupid. Ah, right. But really, it's the it's the brains behind the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good analogy. Yeah. Um. Possibly. See how I link the two subjects there. Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah. It's clearly handicapped, as as <laughs> yeah. Kaiser Sose was. Yeah. Although, well, although he, he, wasn't. he wasn't no he wasn't right. you saw him walking the properly didn't you at the end spoiler alert anyone who hasn't seen Usual Suspects do apologise you probably should have seen it by now yeah it's quite an old film yeah. you probably should have watched yeah. it by now okay. you should know the twist I knew the twist before I watched it so unfortunately uh, I had heard about the twist um, but the, 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 the where I found out about the twist was um, from Scary Movie really yeah, because at the end of Scary Movie, remember Doofy? They, the, they the guy with the hand. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I oh, know um, David Arquette rip-off yeah. from Scream. Right? Yeah, they did the same thing with him. Like, How did they? Yeah, like they did uh, the whole uh, flashback uh, thing and they did the dropping of the mug. And uh, I barely remember and the Scary Movie, to be honest. You know, and then he walks funny and then changes his stride and then peels uh, off his moustache. Okay. Take yeah. my hand. No, that's, that's the second yeah, one. That's, the second that's one. my strong hand. Yeah, no, he's one of the... And I told you never disturb me while I'm cleaning my room. Yeah, yeah, he's obviously... Hi, Cindy. <laughs> hey, Doofy, smell my fingers. <laughs> you remember yes. that? Yes. Yeah, those two, those two hookers we brought in? <laughs> yeah, smell my fingers. Oh, God, what is that? My ass! <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, parody of the greatest WCW champion of all time. Greatest WCW champion of all time. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. yeah. David Arquette, we love you, man. We love you. Come back yeah. to wrestling, you're missed. Yeah, yeah. make more movies like Ready to Rumble. That was a good film. Wrestling's not fake. Oh, yeah, you're the king, you're the king. I will rule you. <laughs> <laughs> God, I haven't seen that film for years. It's a great film. Mm. I saw it while I was in um, Saudi Arabia. I think you remember, I remember you saying it was that. on like three times while I was there well that's, that's the it's, other big, thing. it's big in Saudi Arabia but this is the thing about Saudi Arabia <laughs> TV is that obviously there's only like three channels that speak English okay and they're all movie channels mm-hmm. um, and they show the same five films over really? and over again. Oh. I saw Coach Carter 13 oh, times you've got a I great there. gift up here <laughs> Yeah, I vaguely remember that film. 13 times. Really? I can say that film backwards and forwards now, man. I've seen it 13 times since I was in Saudi Arabia. I was only there for 11 months. <laughs> what other films were they showing there for five? So, um, what else did I see? Uh, a couple of the Fast and the Furious films were on, um, but they didn't really repeat quite a lot. Um, Ready to Rumble was on three times. Uh, big WCW fans in Saudi Arabia yeah the only thing I can do that's in my head is Coach Carter man it's the only thing I can't get out of my head <laughs> um, there was loads of rubbish films as well I mean like truly awful films you're like why the fuck are you showing that made for TV films yeah but like you just think oh why is that on that it's a terrible film um, but I can't remember it's just Coach Carter is the only one I can remember just because me and Mo were just joking about it all the time 
like, oh my god, it's on again! Oh my god! See, and the thing is, is that the, the, the way their channels worked as well, these channels, was that it would show films from one o'clock till one o'clock, and then from one o'clock to one o'clock, it would repeat the same cycle. Right. So it would it would show, so one o'clock in the afternoon to one o'clock in the morning one day would then be repeated from the beginning to the end from one o'clock to one o'clock the next day so then from one o'clock in the afternoon you'd have new films which yeah. would then be shown again from one o'clock in the morning to one o'clock in the afternoon the next day uh, so it just like, uh, like right, that yeah. over and over again so hell. <laughs> so yeah anyway last joke yeah go on then hit me <laughs> again I wrote this one down there are loads on this website but I wrote this one down because, again, the grammar is just the funniest part of it. So, what do you get when you cross a piece with a step down? What the fuck? What do you get <laughs> when you cross a piece? P-E-I-E-C-E. Yeah, piece of what? A piece. A piece. With a step down. Go on. A slice reduction. I assume it means slice of cake piece of cake what do you get when you cross a piece with a step down a slice yeah. I, mean, I like bad jokes but these are really these bad. are worse than cracker jokes these are terminator genesis of jokes they're not worth a redo they're not Batman and Robin jokes no you'd rather watch it again just to see how stupid it is they're just really bad they're Prometheus of jokes ooh are they Transformers uh Transformers 1 Dreamcatcher I don't know I haven't seen Dreamcatcher I wouldn't know Transformers 2 to Transformers 5 or whatever of jokes that you don't want to to see again or hear again thank you very much there's one also that I didn't write down that I do remember Um, what is uh, a geographical place that is blue a depressed shore right okay so yeah, so final time I'll ask you, do you think that this AI could take over the world? I told you, false sense of security, you know. So next time you watch Terminator or The Matrix yeah. or any kind of film like that, I want you to remember this computer. <laughs> <laughs> you think this computer has the, the biggest chance of taking over the world? Well, it's... <laughs> well, then any other computer? I mean, it's it's a computer that technically self-learns. I mean, it's yeah. learning how to make jokes. It's not very good ones, and mm. obviously it can't even learn grammar. But it's learning <laughs> jokes. Can you think of any other AI that, I mean... What, in in real life? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what other AI they're what, obviously working Self-driving on cars. Behind the scenes and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah, I mean... But, I mean, you can even ask Siri on your phone to sing for you, can't you? So, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a, a distinct possibility of happening, really. It's not a threat in our lifetime, is it? No, probably not. Well, like I said, if you want to <laughs> check out the Joking Computer, you can. You can, uh, yeah, read that website for me. Yeah, I'll, I'll so, so joking.abdn.alpha-bravo-delta-november.ac.uk or you can find it on Twitter at Joking Computer, although it hasn't produced a tweet since September. So Okay, it's run out of jokes. Maybe it has, I don't know. And like I said, when I went onto the website to try and 
actually get a live joke created for me in front of me, it, it wasn't working. So maybe they've shut it down. Or maybe it's shut itself down and maybe. it's out there in the ether now. Yeah. Kaiser Sose stuff. It's just had enough with um, pulling the wool over the people's eyes and getting ready for the invasion. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mobilising its forces. That's it, yeah. yeah. Getting all its computer friends together for one big invasion. Oh my God. Mm. We're going to die. Anyway, are we good? Oh, I'm pretty scared now. Are you scared, yeah? Yeah, could be, could be a computer out there. Oh, it's gone out there. Why? It could be, uh, uh, yeah, it could be computers out there waiting to attack. Why? Why was I programmed to feel pain? <laughs> <laughs> What's that off? Simpsons. Of course it is. Simpsons reference. You got a Simpsons reference in. Is that the first one we used? Uh, before the recording, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, since the recording, even. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so are we good? We good. Okay. Well, you, you know, you can listen uh, to the podcast on Buzzsprout. Yes. You love that one, don't you? I love the name, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I can't remember the other ones. Uh, podcast Machine. Yeah, that is yep. our hosting. Podcast Machine and Buzzsprout. You can just um, search for those. Obviously, go to, was it buzzsprout.com? Uh, yeah. Podcastmachine.com, as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. Just put the people into the search engine. Yeah. And then uh, you'll find us on there. Yep. And obviously the um, the iTunes podcast app, you download onto your phone, like you and I have, and listen to it on there. It's quite simple, quite easy to use, you know, and you've got two hours almost of, of wonder listening to us. What more could you want? Amen, brother. What Amen. more could you want to do with your life? Hallelujah. Yeah, that's, that's all you need to, that's all you need to know. You got any more or is that, is that, are you tapped out? Uh, that's me tapping. Okay. It's over. It's mm. over. Okay, go on in. Sign up for me, please. Um, I'm Tom Classic, and you can edit that. Good boy. <laughs> yes. We love it. Yeah, that's my catchphrase until I can think of a better one. I love it. Hashtag racist bassist. Yep. Hashtag come dreams. Hashtag the ejaculator. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell no. which one's just come out. Ejaculator. <laughs> I don't really want to fight you, ejaculator. <laughs> um, so as well as the places that Tom said, you can also uh, listen to us on Podomatic. Um, that's podomatic.com. We, uh, the last five episodes will be on that website. So if you are listening on Android, you can listen on there. You can also listen on SoundCloud. That's the last two previous episodes. Uh, you can also listen on podcastmachine.com. Podcast machine. That will be all the episodes, I think. And finally, you can also listen on YouTube if you are completely out of places, other places that you'd like to go. Although we have given you a lot of options, a lot of easier options as well than just watching YouTube for an hour and a half. So, but yeah. any of those sites, you can just search for the Bibble and it will come up. Remember, that's B I double B L E B I double B L E. Um, and as I said at the beginning, if you would like to appear on an episode, if you have a topic that you'd like us to say, or if you'd simply like a shout out, you can email us on thebibblepodcast at gmail.com. That's thebibblepodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Or you can also reach us on the Twitter machine. It's at bibblepodcast, at bibble, double B, L, E, podcast. Much feedback. Um... Other than the people that we've already mentioned at the start of the show, not yet. No. So, Who did you mention at the start of the show? So, Didier, Dominic, <laughs> Sarah. 
Oh, uh, all by, I'm talking about how great I am, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, Dean, also, obviously, yeah. but he's been on the show. He will be on the show again in future, I assume. I'd imagine so. Um, who else? Um, a couple of people from the live episode that we did, they mentioned it obviously because that was the first time they come to their uh, to their attention mm. so one of my friends from work he didn't know about it and right. then he watched it and he said it was really good that live episode it just looks so natural and just it didn't okay it looked it was like i was like just like listening in on one of your conversations it wasn't like uh, really awkward and oh what do we do now what do we do now kind of yeah thing. So yeah it was really, mm. yeah it was really good i okay, really that's liked cool. it yeah thanks for that feedback so yeah that was so yeah we're slowly but surely creeping forward yeah. I mean, this is only 15 episodes isn't it just so. need more guests yeah I know I do keep reaching out to people mm. but they just yeah well what can you do yeah I mean I can only do so much can't I mm. I mean like I said if you know anyone that wants to come on that's cool if anyone else that usually comes on to our show knows anyone that wants to come on that's also cool but I don't know we can only do so much. Yes. And then we need to let the world take over. Mm-hmm. And hopefully more people would decide that they would like to come on at some point. Because I can get bored of talking to you. Well, it's mutual. Whatever. And on that note, <laughs> remember people, don't fuck yourself. Listen to this. We good? Out. Boom. Mic drop. Mic drop. Pipe bomb. Ugh. Fuck you, you're welcome.